Oh, that reminds me. I know it's well past nine o'clock, but uh, is Jenny okay? And how has she been faring? Uh, she just got her water back on today. Oh, right. She's okay. in Texas. I keep thinking she's in Florida. Yeah. It was pretty bad, but at least she had electricity and heat hmm. pretty much oh, the okay. whole time. Yeah. Like the part of yeah. Austin she was in was pretty good, but the the water was the biggest bitch. Sure. Sure. But yeah, you're right. It's like meatloaf always says. Two out of three ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Where is she? She's in Austin. Okay. Yeah, the one, fr- one friend that we... Uh, game with is also in Austin. He was posting on Facebook, so I wasn't worried. <laughs> yeah, my cousin lives in Austin as well. And also posting on Facebook. <laughs> she was posting updates, not about her, just about things happening in Texas in general. And I'm like, well, if things were wrong with her, she would have said something. So, Well, this is what happens when the Green New Deal comes to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> to Texas. <laughs> to Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly while we record on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m., uh, if you can't do that, you could still post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about... Uh, I have some non-Trump news. Ooh. Whoa! I'm kidding. Trump is also in there, though. Um, no. I just got, got, can't That's get rid fair. of him. <laughs> it seems like it's lessening every day, though. <laughs> yeah, is. I think so. But first, right after we stopped recording, like the next morning, found out that Rush Limbaugh died from cancer, which was not a surprise because, I mean, we talked about it before, that uh, he was not doing so well. And I so I went to Twitter that day, and it was just nonstop people saying positive things about him. Really? And, uh, like, I don't know if I was just in a special conservative spot on Twitter. Like, I don't understand how it was all positive. I actually... I, we we were watching CNN, and one of the reporters on there was like, "Look, a lot of a lot of liberals didn't like Rush, but you have to give them credit for blah blah blah. You know, having a good radio show and have, do you know, getting a bit large audience and and no, Wait, you got to get on the YouTube algorithm that I'm on because <laughs> all the shows that I watch on YouTube were all fuck Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every yeah. one of them. They're like." I don't know. I don't understand this. Not speaking ill of the dead. He was a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. He was a giant piece of shit. Giant piece of shit is correct. One of the, one of the people that I would say that I kind of, he made me wish that hell was a real place (laughs) because I'm, I would know that he would qualify. Like he was a liar, fear mongerer. He, he preyed on people that he considered weaker than himself. Um, and the one thing that I did see, I don't know where this was, but he had a segment on his show entitled AIDS Update, which he set to music where he would mock people dying of AIDS, specifically gay people. He would celebrate wow. when they died. Yeah. I think yeah. that gives us 
clearance to, to celebrate that he is dead. Not that we needed it, but just in case. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, fuck Rush Limbaugh and anyone defending him. Like I just the idea of well, you know, you have to give him credit for having a good show. No, you don't. He lied to people. He he stoked their fears to to prey on the weak. No, no, fuck him. And yeah. sold them junk like chairs and soap and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> the excellence in broadcasting chair. He d- in an NPR interview in 2007, he said, and I quote, I always say my real purpose is to attract the largest audience I can and hold it for as long as I can so I can charge confiscatory advertising rates. Confiscatory was a new word for me. I had to look it up. <laughs> as in confiscate. <laughs> Let's not forget he, he got caught with boner pills that mm. weren't his traveling from one country. He was a drug addict. Yep. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah, he was a but- giant piece of shit. But when you when you say his name, you do have to say Medal of Freedom recipient. Oh <laughs> God! Leave it to man. I tell you, Trump only does things to fucking annoy us. Oh yeah, not yes. us, not just us, but yes. <laughs> yep, he definitely works hard to make the world a little bit worse. No, I'm telling you, that thing with Rush getting that fucking medal, that was just to fucking own the lips. I'm telling yep. you. <laughs> Agreed. I think it was one of he, Rush was one of the people that supported him, so he wanted to try and give that medal yeah. to you know his biggest supporters. His but there's a lot of people who supported Trump. Like if you uh, the bet, just not to get me sidetracked, but did you see the Trump interview about Rush or hear any of it? No, I don't believe I did. Uh, no. Of course, they fucking bring him on Fox News or wherever, and all he can talk about is mainly how Rush felt that the election was stolen, <laughs> and he's going on about that. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And basically then he was like, I didn't even know who Rush was. And then I found out the guy liked me. So I gave him a fucking medal. <laughs> it's basically wow. what it was. I, I Yeah. Now, again, Rush knew he uh, was on borrowed time. And, you know, why wouldn't you want the medal? I just don't understand at any level now. Ever since the Capitol riots, I don't understand any level of support for Trump beyond his immediate family. Like, fucking that dummy Pence towed the line till the final hours, and Trump literally tried to have him killed in public. I don't know what you're talking about, Ian. That was uh, he, all anti He said a mob that was, that was Antifa people posing as Trump supporters. <laughs> Do your own homework, for fuck's sake. Ian, stop watching it's CNN. Out, I know. <laughs> the, the, it's out there. You just gotta do your own research. But I just answered your question for you. You say, how could there be any support? They don't live in the same fucking world as us. <laughs> and the ones that do know better have made a calculated decision to toe the line because it's the only way that they're going to maintain power and money and influence. Yeah. And they know what they're doing is wrong. And they do it anyway. That is absolutely correct. It's fucking amazing. You got to log into my Facebook sometime. Just spend a day on my Facebook and see what these people believe. <laughs> I don't know. I think mine's bad enough. I don't. Uh, I don't need that heartburn. I just well, wander I into the. I wander into the uh, QAnon survivors subreddit. I think it's called something like that. I can't tell you the the simple joy I get when I find a mutual friend that I have with Ray that posted some dumbass shit, <laughs> and I see Ray's commented on it because I know. Some shit's getting turned off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next thing that I have, we, we talked about this a little bit. <laughs> I have it listed as Texas with a dollar sign. <laughs> it's just because that's where my mind is this week. Uh, so <laughs> Texas, 
uh, specifically Texas. There's a huge uh, winter storm all across the center of the country, um, and it's hit a few states pretty bad, but Texas in particular. And uh, I just thought we, you know, we could discuss a little bit as to to why that is. So there was record colds. There was a, a you know a whole lot of, of stuff going on. There were people without water, people without power, and it's basically all because of the record cold. Things froze up. They weren't able to produce uh, the the electricity. Water mains breaking, and uh, all all four of us, I believe, know people who are affected by this in Texas. So. Yep. My internet girlfriend lives in Texas, <laughs> and then none of this was none of this was a surprise. This all happened ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. This. So I do have another uh, an article from the Washington Post talking about how the uh, grid got crushed because its operators didn't prepare for the cold weather, and it explains like how how this had happened. However. Like you said, 10 years ago, almost exactly 10 years ago, there was another situation very similar. And at the time, there was a hearing on how can we, what can we do to to prevent this from happening again? And they did nothing. They did absolutely nothing in order to prevent it from happening again. Well, and I this time it was worse. We're, we'll be having the same conversation 10 years from now. <laughs> Well, and it's interesting to, to in you know to take a look at why nothing happened though, and the the reason that it did nothing happen was because it's run by private industry. The Texas grid is separate, purposefully, so it does not have to follow uh, federal guidelines. According to Rick Perry, Texans will go three days without power just to have unregulated power. <laughs> right, so they get to pay exorbitant prices because it's on a demand price basis. I mean, some poor schmuck got a seventeen thousand dollar electric bill. For one month, less than a month. Um, so well, he, he, but, granted, he was running a nursing home, but... But yeah, but normally it's in the hundreds of dollars, so that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people got jacked up prices like that up into the thousands. Because it's, yeah, because it, it's 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 based on the supply and demand, and the demand was, was really high, and so the people who got it got this increased like 180 times charge for watt hours during the time period. It, Free market, it, baby. Yeah. Before you, before anybody, you know, if if you're thinking, well, the, you know, the company's probably lost a lot of money because of of everything being down. No, to the first two days were the most profitable days for those electric generating companies because they they have on the books that they're charging these thousands of dollars to all these different people. It, it was actually the most profitable two days in the last year. What awful wow. things do go, does government regulation do to power companies that would lead Texas to do such a dumbass decision? Make them winterize. So and, make them spend money. Yes, make them spend money and let so make this is, less so, money. So it's really for the power company, not the people. Because oh, the yeah. people clearly have suffered on the end of this. Well, yeah. Rick, Rick, Rick Perry said the, the, like you said, he said the quiet thing out loud. He said the, the Texas polit- he, he said Texans, but I think Texas politicians would rather see this than see federal regulations. He said the Texas people, but I'm pretty sure the people that have, you know, $3,000 electric bills and didn't have power for half of that time are not really on board with this plan. There was some kid died of hypothermia. A couple people died of hypothermia. Yeah. But leave it to the GOP not to miss an opportunity to politicize an event. Mm. They get on that talking point so fucking quick that this was a windmill problem and not anything else but that. <laughs> Which right. is... And it, Green New Deal caused this. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's completely insane. There are wind turbines in North Dakota, in Norway, in fucking Siberia. They, gotta, they should have worked in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. 
You have to winterize them, though, and they didn't want to spend the extra money. Profit was more important. Also, wind and, and solar make up, what, 20% of yeah. Texas's power? So I don't, once you get over that number, I don't know how you keep going on with that conversation. I thought it was like, I thought I heard seven, or was that just wind? It might have just been wind, I guess. But it, I, I think it's time of year, too. In summertime, it's a larger percentage. I'm um, sure. But I'm talking, Jeff's like, because people are stupid. I, I hear stuff. But, uh, like, again, well, and if you're not being interviewed on Fox or Newsmax or whatever, like, if you try to bring this shit up on CNN, why does the president go, yeah, but that, what about the other 80% that's natural gas and coal? They do. Or whatever. But inside the bubble, it doesn't matter. You can tell all the lies you want because there are no consequences. Oh, my God. Tucker Carlson had a whole segment on just on what an eyesore windmills are. And that this yeah. is a major problem. And bottom line, windmills look cool, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put one in my backyard. If you can. A lot of people, places you can't. Yeah. But sure as shit, just like Jeff said, because people are stupid. They blit a, they're just laughing their asses off, making fun of AOC. Green New Deal. See how stupid it is? <laughs> Yeah, which had, had Green New Deal wasn't even it wasn't yeah. even a bill. It was an idea. It was yeah, it right. was a, a, a set of guidelines saying, "Hey, it's these never are the things we should look at." It's not possible to blame that. Right. And if it was, Texas would be the one that first one to take it up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, people! But it doesn't matter because the, if you asked um, the Republicans in Texas, which is a big number of them, half of them would say, "Yeah, totally." AOC's fault. Green New Deal windmills locked up. Because they live Me inside the bubble. Meanwhile, AOC actually raised almost $5 million to help support the people of Texas. And they're just making fun of her and ridiculing her. She's actually helping. While your own senator flies <laughs> off to Mexico because he was chilly. <laughs> Blame his kids. My, fav my favorite thing I saw was <laughs> flying Ted <laughs> instead of lying Ted. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, my favorite of, thing was that someone hired a mariachi band to play outside of his house when he returned. <laughs> Are you serious? I did not hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, I read that on TMZ. I was really pleased. <laughs> nice. Uh, he, and he got caught red-handed lying about the whole thing, yep. saying that it. Well, you know, he was only going to be there overnight. He was just taking his daughters. Bullshit. Uh, and then that that got leaked from the uh, airline that he had his flight rescheduled. Uh, in order to come back the next morning. And then he threw his kids under the bus saying, well, you know, they really wanted him to go. And then he, and he got, was just being a good father. He got, fly, got out flying them down there. Right. It got out that his wife had uh, been talking about this to her local group of neighbors and friends about the trip and how they were planning it. And one of them leaked. And that apparently that was his, his big thing. His wife was, was pissed over the leaked Cancun texts. The fact I saw that, that. <laughs> sorry, I'm so glad you posted that in the chat because that was the exact article I was reading today. But I read that headline four times and I couldn't understand <laughs> that it wasn't literal. I was freaking out. I was like, why would she pee on her phone? Like, like, what was she pissing on? I don't understand. Why'd she piss over her phone because of these texts? Like, it took me way too long. I was really concerned about my mental health, my mental health afterwards. The headline is, Ted Cruz says his wife is pissed over local Cancun yes. texts. <laughs> and Ian rebooted. Oh. I, I just glanced at it and I was like, what did she piss over? And I was like, this is weird. I can't go on like this. <laughs> Sorry, Heidi. 
Uh, I am sorry for her. The fact that she's married to Ted Cruz. I mean, I know that it's uh, her she's own clear, call. It's she's her decision, clearly but. a piece of shit, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Wasn't she the one? Didn't she come out a couple years ago and talk about how tough they had it because they only have two houses? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that, but... I'm pretty sure it happened. I remember I'm, that story, but it, I wouldn't doubt it if it was her. I am really surprised, though, that one of her friends who clearly had enough money to go to Cancun was like, God, this is awful. You're a cunt, and released the text message. And uh, most recent out of uh, the story was that Cruz's college roommate joined him down there in Cancun. He was also there. I saw that. I like. I love that that's still just a purely Republican thing. Like, they're never appalled by their own behavior. Mm. They're shocked that someone would leak it. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not a shitbag for being a shitbag, but you're a shitbag for pointing out that I'm a shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the also, the argument also being, what was Ted Cruz going to do? Is he going to go out there with a blowtorch and de-ice everything? The same thing that Beto O'Rourke and AOC did. I mean, at least Beto's local, but they uh, Beto was making phone calls to housebound people to make sure that they were okay, make sure they had food right. and water. So if you can't physically help people, then you might as well go to Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't physically shovel your constituents out of their icy trap. Then just just go have a good time. See, he shouldn't be held to that responsibility. He's really just a federal employee, not kind of like a state employee. That's more of a governor's <laughs> job. <laughs> so, like, you know, really get off Ted's fucking back, all right? As opposed to AOC, who is a, also a federal employee for another fucking state. And what's funny is before AOC did this, I was using her as an example because I was like, I'm willing to bet if AOC went to Cancun now, mm-hmm. even though being a representative of New York State. They would shit on her for what's going on in Texas somehow. Sure. <laughs> While people suffer in Texas, AOC parties it up in fucking Cancun. Look at her but, picture in a bikini. I mean, I'm sure that would be included. <laughs> but, and I, I can't take credit for this because they were talking about it on another show I listened to, but it, it, they did make a good point that Ted Cruz will never be Donald Trump and never can oh. be Donald Trump because oh, if this was Donald close. Because if this was Donald Trump, Donald Trump would have been like, Fuck you. Yeah, I did go down to fucking Cancun, and you would too if you had the opportunity. Mm. It was cold, and it sucked, and whatever, and I went, and everybody would be like, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess honest. he would. Yeah, because <laughs> Ted is like- He's tough. Well, Heidi and me, we, we, we the kids really wanted to go, and uh, we had to take them down there, and I'm just- And like that story alone makes no sense. Is he going to go pick them up as well? You need to add a slight Texas twang, and then I think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was disturbingly close. It was. <laughs> um, so I uh, I did want to uh, also mention that uh, the the same thing is going on in Russia. By the way, uh, Russia got hit by a huge snowstorm. They were they actually com- uh, there were complaints last year that they got such a mild winter, but uh, yeah, not this year. They are having all sorts of problems as well. Um, not as bad or as self inflicted as mm. Texas, which is just. Again, perfect, perfect example of how capitalism should not be deregulated. Like this is this is what you can expect with the the companies in control. With the, they're going to do everything they can to maximize profit and not give a shit about whether or not people die. Right. And since there's no competition, you can't say the free market will win because there is no other place to go. There's only one company that provides the transport of electricity. You can get different sources. But the transport is this company. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah, I don't know how any and person they looks at that looks at a, a corporation or a company and goes, 
No, they'll make all the right decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like Chris Rock says, like, when, it, when, it, when a company pays you minimum wage, they're saying to you, I'm paying you the bare minimum that the government allows me to. If I could go lower, I would. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. But I am only going that high. That's, that's how far I'm willing to go. You know, if and... You- and if you don't like it, there are 25 people standing out back that I can hire at that rate. So, fuck you. Yeah, and could you imagine, like, construction workers, if they were, like, unregulated? Like, what they would do, like, to, to, to build, like, a contractor to build your house? Go look at what's happening in Qatar right now. Is it Qatar? Uh, one of those little tiny um, Arab countries around Saudi Arabia. They're building the um, World Cup stadium. 6,500 people have died constructing these stadiums. They're all foreigners, wow. and nobody gives a shit about them. That's, That's what probably happens. why I never heard of it. Yeah. They hire um, international workers to do all their construction, yeah. and then they abuse them horribly. All the time. I, did I ever t- – I don't know if I mentioned this on this show before because I don't know when I remember <laughs> anything anymore. Still trying to figure out that last headline. Um, when I worked for a company called The Book Market, and uh, it was a delight and I enjoyed working for them, but they travel around the country, open up a bookstore, a discount bookstore for three months, and then move to a different location. Mm. That's their business model. It's like a, just a closeout bookstore wherever they have an opening. And our boss who was setting up our store was complaining to me one day about how he doesn't like setting up stores on the East Coast because you have to go through temp agencies. And he said, I said, what do you mean? He said, when I set out stores in California, all I have to do <laughs> to set up a store is drive down to Home Depot, yell Trabajo, Trabajo. <laughs> I'll have seven people in my truck. We'll get the store set up in under three hours, I can, you know, pay them a couple dollars and send them on their way. And because, I was, yeah. yeah, because that's what that's that's what you do when you don't have to be regulated. Right. That, even when you are regulated, if you think you can get away with it, you will. Absolutely. Yeah, every every company of, I've, even small businesses, don't give a shit about the customers. It's all about how they can maximize their profits. And I, I mean, I get it. You're trying to make money, but... I've seen so many people – for some reason, I always end up working for people who take over a business and then immediately try to figure out how to cut costs. Oh, sure. <laughs> and fuck yeah. over their customer base. I mean, even you know? you know the larger higher educational institutions, they have a, a good premise at the heart of it, but they are highly protective of the dollars that are coming in, though. And they're very lawsuit averse because they know that it can wander out the door at any moment. So it, it's, it's better than, you know, corporate, but it's not, you know – all roses. <laughs> so I did have another, just moving on, just uh, wanted to get mm-hmm. to a couple other things that I think are going to take a little time. I did have a couple other things in news. Uh, there was an article on Huffington Post about uh, we had so many people uh, who are unemployed. Um, this coming tax season may be a little difficult. So people who got extra money on top of their state benefits, the $600 a week for a little little while while it was available... Those taxes are going to be coming due, and a lot of people are probably going to have a higher tax bill than they expect, considering that they weren't employed. So, hmm. uh, interesting article. I didn't even consider this, but um, yeah, the IRS might be uh, screwing over people who were, you know, who've been getting screwed to begin with. So, well, now I'm glad I didn't get that six hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing off the uh, Huffington Post. Uh, Republicans lead a nationwide GOP push to curb voting rights. Arizona was one of the states that, uh, you know, swung against Trump. 
And apparently the GOP is uh, trying to make sure that that doesn't happen again, that it goes Republican, goes red clearly. Uh, they are putting what the article describes as a full-scale assault on democracy, trying to overhaul the uh, voting rules to prevent people from uh, from voting. What kind of – does it say what kind of rules they're putting in? Uh, anything <laughs> must, to must, stop – Must be white to enter. <laughs> now, like uh... – Anything to increase uh, the need for uh, voter ID. Mm-hmm. Anything to decrease voting by mail. So same tricks as before. Yeah, same. But I mean, they are. I mean, there's probably twenty five of them that are on. You know, this next slate of voting. I mean, anything to stop you. Anything to make it harder to vote. Yeah. yeah. Anything to require more steps. For you to vote because of the rampant voter fraud. Harder <laughs> to obtain absentee ballots, um, yes. voter ID provisions, require a notarization for mail-in ballots. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Dropping off early ballots has to be done in person. You can't do it through the mail. Like, all sorts of different things they're trying to do. Well, one of the biggest ones is actually uh, voter purging. So if you haven't voted in the last two elections, you have to reapply. For, you have to start at the beginning again. So they just purge people. They purge you if you move and you didn't tell them that you moved. You tell the post office, but you didn't tell the people that, you know, run the elections. So you get purged since you don't live there anymore. It's slightly off topic, but do you remember when in that Trump call to the Georgia Mm -hmm. guys that he was shocked that somebody would have lived in Georgia, moved away, and then came back? (laughs) Why'd you go back to Georgia? (laughs) Why would you move back? I mean, he literally was like, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, underestimate the drawing power of the peach state. <laughs> All right. Speaking to Trump, um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but uh, the casino was demolished, and there's a video. Um, if you uh, if you haven't seen it, was he inside when it was demolished? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, don't care. Are they going to put a new casino there that's functional? I'm sure somebody will. That's prime property. It it is prime. Uh, right in the middle. It was prime property. Right. <laughs> I would love to see one more casino get back on the actual boardwalk. I guess actually but. not, because they probably wouldn't have blown it up. They probably would have just would have taken it over. And Oh, it was really bad. It was it had structural problems. Like, it oh, had been really? condemned for a while, yeah. It's amazing. The building imploding, basically just collapsing in on itself. It wasn't too exciting, but... Yeah, his name wasn't even on the building, so... I, you know, considering I'd been in the building and I knew exactly, you know, what it was and what it looked like. Right, that helped. Yeah. <laughs> You got, I don't think I ever... That was Trump Plaza, right? Right. Right. I don't think I've ever been in there. I don't think we stayed. It was like, meh, cruise through. It was already falling apart, so right. just kept going. Right. It was It was lame, you know, 15 Ten. years ago when I went there for the first time. Yeah. There you go. Jeff right. has a link. I'll tell you this, though. If they... Dude, the Taj Mahal, I think I could fucking walk that thing blindfolded. <laughs> I've been in there so many times. Yeah, that is... Oh, it's a nice place. Now, that is... Um, uh, somebody else took that over now. I don't remember who. Yeah, I heard that when Trump wasn't paying his employees and <laughs> Oh yeah, he he got out of that place years ago, but it's not even it's not even the Taj Mahal now, it's been rebranded. So, I had a couple other things uh that I wanted to follow up on. We had mentioned last week uh the Tennessee law that would uh well, it was a a bill 
that passed the House, it would allow a man who impregnated a woman to veto her abortion, her right to an abortion. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to follow up on that is at the time, I didn't know and uh, I saw an article later, he doesn't even have to prove or provide evidence that he's the father. He just has to claim that he what? is the father in order to get a petition to prevent an abortion. Oh, no, that's just... Yeah, that just seems wild. <laughs> yeah. Why would anybody allow that? Wow. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no way that could be abused. No. Right? Whew. Anyway, just crazy on top of crazy. I thought I'd, thought I'd mention it. Uh, also, on the whole abortion thing, I've got a couple other things. Uh, Governor McMaster in South Carolina signed a fetal heartbeat anti-abortion bill into law. It lasted nearly a day before it was struck down by a federal judge. That sounds like a good thing, uh, until you realize that that's part of the plan. There are currently more than 200 uh, abortion bills being produced across, I think it was more than 30 states. They're just trying as hard as they can, literal blitz, project blitz, in order to get something before the Supreme Court that they will take and uh, overturn Roe v. Wade. Sure. That's their opportunity. They got the numbers. Cool. I mean, the this fetal heartbeat bill is clearly against the Constitution now, but they're just doing it. They just put it in so that it would be overturned by a federal judge so that they could try and take it to the Supreme Court. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know, though. Um, uh, well, while we're speaking of the Supreme Court, I did find it interesting that they did rule against Trump twice this week. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, Kavanaugh, Barrett. We know that they are going to be on the uh, overturn Roe v. Wade. I think they've been demonstrably on that side of it. Gorsuch. I I, don't, I just don't know. He's a bit more moderate, but he's also uh, isn't he a super Catholic? So odds are, if you give him a yeah. if, uh, a slight right, who's gap that other here? dude who's all for repealing it? Uh, I can't even remember his name right now. Long Dong Silver. <laughs> Oh, back in the day, <laughs> yeah. he likes to harass and assault women. Clarence Thomas. Thomas Clarence, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He had me stumped. I'm like, I know it's something to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a total reverser of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Sure. You just need to give him a good enough argument. I'll do it. But they did uh, They did dismiss his uh, Trump's claim to uh, prevent New York from getting his tax returns. Oh, and he um, is angry about it. Th- yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. What was the other thing? There was uh, something about the election still to subvert the election results. I think it was in Georgia. In any case, a couple of these things went before the Supreme Court and they didn't touch it. No. So even though he put three of them there, uh, they're not uh, they're not just doing anything, he says. So at least that's something, I guess. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to see Trump's taxes anytime soon, but the New York federal prosecutors will. So hopefully a nice juicy court case will come out of it. Yeah, my understanding is that was his that was his final bid to stop that from happening. Yeah. No, they yeah, well, they've got I, him I heard already. they were they went on they like put it to the side till after the election or something because they didn't they didn't want it to affect the election so that's why it went through now. But mm. this, this has been going on for a long time. It sure. has been going on for a while, yeah. Either way, I am not excited as everybody else is. I'm like, eh, nothing's going to happen. I'm still convinced nothing's going to happen. <laughs> that's fair. Prove me wrong, I'll be happy, but Oh, I he'll would get love charged. For somebody to prove you wrong, but I'm yeah, not he'll get decided. charged. He'll get. There'll be appeals. He's not going to do any time in in jail. That's just crazy talk. But he'll be charged with something. It just won't go anywhere. I don't know. Does he still count as uh, having that much money? That's true. It's getting harder well, for him I, to find attorneys at this point. So 
I heard he has a $85 million war chest <laughs> through, you know, through all that Save America bullshit or whatever the hell he did. And knowing Trump, I'm sure he would try to use that money to for himself. <laughs> True. And he, he just has to, you know, do a go, you know, go fund me and people will send him money. So <laughs> that's true. So speaking still- of not being able to find lawyers, I don't we totally missed this last time. Uh, and I don't know. It was on our list, but I didn't I didn't I missed it. <laughs> his his one attorney for the impeachment trial is stealing coasters out, off the uh, Senate floor. Apparently, as souvenirs, or maybe he's going to, you know, eBay them because he knows Trump isn't going to pay him. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. There's a video of him. He takes three, which is offensive in itself. Three? How is three three useful? (laughs) Two or four? Which which one was it? The one that applauded the Democrats or the one that was, like, throwing a fit? I don't know. It's a gray-haired old man. I uh... (laughs) All right, it's hard to say, but... (laughs) Yeah, it was the ambulance chaser. (laughs) I did notice, too, and this might be the same one we're talking about, every time this guy took a drink of water, he put his hand on top of his head. Ah, I know why. (laughs) Oh, why? What was the reason? Because he is an Orthodox Jew. You should know this. No, please, Karen, I didn't even have a bar mitzvah. (laughs) Why would I know this? You have to put your hand on your head if you drink water? How does that explain anything? Tell me more. (laughs) He's he ha- he's supposed to anytime he consumes anything. I don't know what the rule is. You have to have something on your head. You're supposed to be wearing a the the yarmulke. Come or, on, for real? Yeah, because he didn't have a yarmulke on, and he was drinking sips of water. He had to cover the top of his head. That's kind of like it's a cheat, but that's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, as long as you got a piece of wire around the whole city, you're good. Right. So so he was trying to dupe God, huh? Yes. <laughs> Trying, succeeding. God, religion is so fucking stupid. Are you fucking kidding me? First nope. of all, did he not want to put the yarmulke on because he didn't want people to know he was a Jew? But he was, I mean. I, that I don't know. You're going to have to consult your people. <laughs> well, I have to consult him. Like, what, it seems like it'd be a lot easier to drink water if you just put the fucking yarmulke on. Right. right. Uh-huh. What a stupid fucking thing. That is so fucking stupid. <laughs> He's not sufficiently thankful to God if he doesn't cover his head. My first thought was like he had a hairpiece or something that he didn't want it to fall off when he leaned his head back. That would make a lot more sense than this stupid <laughs> shit. I thought he was just like, you know, remember when Trump couldn't drink a fucking glass of water? <laughs> right. No. And I was like, maybe he's just a fucking weirdo like that. Nope. Wow, it's religion. way worse. It's way worse now. <laughs> At no point as a rational human being. I mean, the man clearly got his, I was about to say his lawyer license. But <laughs> right? I mean, he probably went to Harvard or something like that. At no point when he's doing this, he goes, this is so fucking dumb. Mm. Like, like what, does God really care if I drink some water without something on my head? God, and this is who's representing the president. <laughs> I love it and I hate it. <laughs> All right, I do have I do have an article that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, just b- briefly. Really, I don't even know if it's going anywhere. But the one thing, so we haven't talked about Biden. He's been president for mm. weeks, and we talked about Trump endlessly, and we haven't talked about Biden at all. So I tried to find a a, a decent Biden story to throw it in. Uh, mm. I was looking for something that you know he was going to do something different, unexpected. The best thing I got, or the biggest thing I found, was his relationship with Saudi Arabia. Uh, the Saudi family has been doing everything through uh, Mohammed bin Salman, the uh, the Crown Prince. He basically the 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 king is 
I don't know if I don't know how his health is. Like he he wasn't seeing people. He was a little ill for a little while, and his son basically just took over with no decree or anything. His son's just been like doing everything and saying it's in my father's name. Well, apparently Biden was like Biden expressed in uh, one one of his uh, briefings said, "Yeah, we're not doing that. We're going to be <laughs> talking to uh, to King." We're, we're talking to the Saudi king. We're not going through MBS because we don't think that he has the best interest of the people at heart. Um, he he was, you know, and he, he didn't really mention Khashoggi, the guy that was killed and chopped up. Uh, mm-hmm. But he, he kind of like alluded to it a little bit. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious how that's going to go. It's kind of just shaking up the relationship with the Saudis a little bit. That's the best I got. <laughs> uh, I heard... Biden said that he was not going to be forgiving student loans. Hmm. I heard that as well. Yeah. Uh, I heard that he said he will absolutely not do 50. The best he can be talked into is $10,000. Yeah. So first lie on the docket (laughs) is what people are saying. Did he say he he was going to? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) The only thing I remember is I know that he said that he was going to work in, you know, toward that ends or something. I don't remember anything he specifically said. Now, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make it any better for the the people who are looking forward to having their student loans gotten rid of. But uh. Well, they definitely should reenact the federal loan forgiveness thing. If you work in the public sector or higher education, you can get your federal loans um, forgiven. I mean, you have to do it, you have to, you know, pay the minimum for a number of years and then after, I mean, work for a nonprofit or higher education for a certain number of years and then um, a big chunk of it is forgiven. But of course, what's her face? Didn't do any for four years. Right. So, so hopefully that program gets back up and running again. I mean, even if they stopped shielding those loans from bankruptcy, mm. that would be a bad fix. <laughs> <laughs> right. It would not be a good fix. But No. It'd be something. No, but it would be a bad fix. Right now, there's zero fixes. Right. I don't want to promote bad fixes, but the fact that it is immune to such things, the fact that you have to endure bankruptcy and you're still in unsurmountable student loans yeah. is absurd. That is absurd. Yeah. And granted, while it's not a great story for Biden, like it doesn't rise to the quality of there's good people on both sides, and one oh, of those no. sides is Nazi. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you can talk about Andrew Cuomo and all the shit he's going through. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even understand all the stuff with Cuomo. Like, I I understand that they're investigating because it, it supposedly he's he reported deaths incorrectly, didn't didn't include some of the deaths. I don't. I don't really understand the, the what the motive would be behind that. Like, he was definitely trying to – it seemed like he was trying to be as transparent as possible. So what – Well, there was I think some the big of, issue – Right. I think the – uh, the, the, I think what it is, the optics of it was – because for a long time, people were claiming that he shoved old people back into nursing homes. And uh, when somebody said he shouldn't or something like that and people died – so that was like something he had a weather, and then it turned out a lot of people in these nursing homes died, and they weren't reporting the numbers as COVID deaths or something like that, but they claim it had something to do with some federal number or whatever, and then this New York assemblyman or congressman came out and said that Cuomo called him up and bullied him for He's telling the truth. I'm, no, <laughs> not surprised about that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying they're calling him Blue Maga, <laughs> like- Type of thing. We talked about him before. I mean, he's he's the the Democrat that you want to be in charge of when there's shit like the pandemic went down because he's he's a bully. He'll get shit done. Did he make mistakes? Yeah, probably. And they'll come out. Yeah, and they, they, should be they were large. 
Sorry? Anyway, he was underreporting nursing home COVID deaths by like 50% statewide. That's pretty bad. Yeah. He should not hold public office again if he did that. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But again, doesn't rise at a lot. I mean, it, again, still call out our people. That's fine. But yeah. So, I mean, if you want to play <laughs> what about is, I'm just be like, come on, man, it ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I will give it to you comparatively. Yeah. But yes, I, I, I don't think Governor Cuomo is uh, is in the right in this particular thing. The only thing that I do like about it is that throughout the pandemic, people have been working so hard to downplay it. Mm. And so it was... Almost twice as bad in New York as we were told, and it was unbelievably bad in New York. Yeah. It is hilarious that he wrote a book in the midst of this about how to stamp down a pandemic and, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's spare time. I mean, he, he yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a politician still, so <laughs> he's not a great humanitarian. But Well, and he's yeah. definitely not alone in the governor's trying to stamp down the numbers. DeSantis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I mean, DeSantis has really got the cornered the market on trying to to change the numbers and make things look better. That's the thing I didn't really get with Cuomo. Cuomo was like, look, this is really bad. Why would he be lowering the numbers? Why would he? I mean, I I get it. It was like a political thing. It wasn't a I'm lowering the numbers saying it's not that big of a deal, which is what DeSantis was doing. It it was more of a, you know, I'm lowering the numbers to just kind of cover up on this other thing that we did that we thought would be good that wasn't good. Right. Because it's the classic trap, man, because Democrats always present themselves as holier than thou. Right. And a guy like DeSantis is just like, no, nah, I'm just a shitbag through and through. I just keep doing shitbag things. <laughs> so <laughs> you're just of- like, you're just like, that's ah, one more thing to DeSantis did. But when yeah, Cuomo does it- Speaking of that shitbag, and back to our original story, did you see that he ordered all the government flags in Florida to fly at half-mast for Rush fucking Limbaugh? Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. Not the 500,000 people that died from COVID, but Rush Limbaugh? Yep. Yep. Woo. Yep. That state is fucked up. <laughs> Seriously. John Lewis died. He didn't have a fucking word to say about that guy. Rush Limbaugh, all the flags at half-mast. Or half-staff. I don't know how it's said. I apologize. That's so gross. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck did he do? What did Rush Limbaugh do for the United States? Tore it apart? I would guess nothing. Dude, he's, he's a fucking right-wing Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah, he helped tear it apart. He helped Trump propagate lies and... Fear in order to get his base continued to be riled up. I, that's it. I, and he did it for advertising dollars. He said so yeah. in live in interviews. He did it for money. <laughs> he, he tore the country apart from cash. <laughs> Sorry. I, I found it amusing that Jeff said he's going to drive around and raise them all back up. <laughs> all the flags are at half staff. But back to, the, b- back to the original thing with Cuomo real quick. Yeah. Mm. He's, his goose is cooked. He's done. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, he, he, if he was if he was ever thinking about running for president, I think he had a good shot prior to this. That ain't happening. And you know how I love them Cuomo boys. <laughs> and, and, and you kind of lost me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he would have been way better off if he'd have, you know, admitted that they'd fucked up. And they sent people back to the nursing homes um, instead of keeping in the hospital because they did not have room in the hospital. And they made a calculated well, decision. Again, they got their whatever dumbass reason they came up with. You know, say, well, we reported this number and we didn't, you know, we were told not, or what, whatever their reasoning is, it just sounds too convoluted to me. But mm. to, the, 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 the congressman or whoever this other guy is, that's like the guy threatened and bullied me. And then, uh, de Blasio's like, oh yeah, Cuomo gonna Cuomo, man. That's what he does. Yeah. 
I'm just like, oh boy. All right. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to hit a couple other things we were talking about since we were in the South. Uh, Georgia Republicans have, uh, they're trying to change the law uh, according to uh, this. This came to me from uh, Keep Track on Reddit. There's Georgia Republicans trying to change the state constitution to protect Trump. So they have introduced a resolution to require election law violations be handled by the statewide grand juries which are under control of the attorney general. And the attorney general currently is a Republican. So they're trying to change the constitution of the state so that no Democrat can, or just a prosecutor, not necessarily partisan in any way, can, uh, can do anything for what Trump did by calling the, uh, the election officials. Hmm. So if this were to go through... Prosecutors could no longer do anything. It would only be the attorney, attorney general who could prosecute Trump. That seems underhanded. Yeah. Or Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, just reiterating, they can only cheat to win. Absolutely. <laughs> They're absolutely not like trying. We're, we're trying to win over the Americans that, don't, that won't vote for us. Now, nah, fuck that shit. Let's just cheat. <laughs> and if you did hope that uh, we would stop talking about Trump, I, I have some, some more bad news. Uh, Trump is coming back in the limelight. He is going mm -hmm. to be one of the speakers at CPAC, the conservative PAC, um, his first uh, public appearance since leaving office. So this he did is, a drive-by of his fans, but... <laughs> What's that? He had a, uh, there was a crowd of people outside of Mar-a-Lago, and he did a drive-by and waved out the window, but yeah. That's not really a public engagement. appearance. It's him in a car, is, but... Yeah. Well, no, he drove out there specifically to get an ego boost. So, but yes, for speaking engagement. And I found this amusing. Uh, CPAC has announced that they have removed one of the speakers due to reprehensible anti-Semitic uh, statements that the person had made. And I find and that, that person is Donald Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't have in front of me who it is. Uh, young Pharaoh. I don't know who that is, but apparently he's made several anti-Semitic claims. Um, they were un the, his, his statements were uncovered by a watchdog group, Media Matters. And uh, CPAC has has then removed him from speaking at their convention, which is kind of interesting because the Republicans are all about cancel culture. But this guy, you know, <laughs> he spoke his mind. He freedom of speech. And now the Republicans are canceling him. Weird. <laughs> they are nothing if not hypocritical. Yeah, they tried to do it to their own Republicans, we, to their own people. Yeah. Oh, my God. That guy was going to speak at CPAC? <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, they tried to get one, you know, a token black guy every every convention, so. Oh, my God. When you said fair, I thought you meant F-A-R-R-O-W, like me. me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like Ronan Farrow? Right. <laughs> he did. He called Judaism a complete lie. What a shock that the only black guy they get to speak at this would <laughs> also yeah. hate Jews. Weird. Complete lie. That's uh, that's a little... Now, I mean, we were making fun of Jews earlier, but... I think they exist. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, in, in, in a way, he's not wrong, <laughs> but it's not specifically Judaism. Right. True. Precisely. All right. Hey, uh, it's getting late. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to hit the Profiles in Sedition. Profiles in Sedition. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 
Who's up? Before we start talking about it, though, uh, Karen, you did find uh, this thing about the U.S. Marshals that I found interesting. Um, so we, oh. we before we get into the uh, sedition stuff, the U.S. Marshals, what was it? They tweeted a message about uh, Lincoln. It was Lincoln quietly sli- slipped into Washington, D.C. to prepare for his inauguration on March 4th in 1861. Right. So it's so like it's, just this reference to March 4th being the inauguration day, which just feeds into the whole QAnon, you know, Trump's coming back on March 4th bullshit. Right. If, you, if you weren't aware, QAnon, they're, they're getting ready. They're March 4th, they're going to be downtown again, because that's the day that um, the U.S. corporation gets taken down and the U.S. government gets reinstated and Trump becomes president again. March 4th. That, March 4th. That's the real, the real election day. Right. Inauguration or day, the real yes. the inauguration day, yes. Right. So the U.S. Marshal's Office tweeted today that um, about Lincoln saying that he was coming back to prepare for his inauguration on March 4th. That seems like an unwise thing for the U.S. Marshal's Office to do. Kind of gives people a license to go, yeah, see, March 4th, see, see? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think that is what they were doing. I think that whoever is in charge of them tweeting is a Q- QAnon enthusiast. Yep. They are everywhere. I would like to believe that's not true, but man, the evidence just kind of points that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. On to uh, our profiles in sedition. Let's see how many we can get through. I think the first one's pretty easy. The first one we have is Spaz, the QAnon shaman, versus Rudy Giuliani. Who's more seditious? Wait. Oh, it's got to be Giuliani. Rudy. Yeah. It's not, I don't think, you're right. I, I don't know what you were thinking, but it's not even close for me. Wait, Spaz is the shaman? I thought no. Spaz was a completely different Oh, person. no, Spaz no. was the really military guy. Right. Right. Either way, I don't care which one of those guys who walked up. You put Giuliani up against him, it's a Rudy yeah, win. Giuliani put in the work. Yeah, Spaz was the guy who stole a uh, riot shield and busted down windows and, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. He was on a, yeah, Rudy was on a multi-state 67 failed lawsuit <laughs> tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, this one's harder. Lauren Boebert versus Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is hard because we have a lot of time keeping the two separate. Right. Oh, boy. I mean, I know Greene's been more in the news, and she's definitely a true believer. I mean, Boebert really has, she's got the Second Amendment stuff. She's got the really, the only sedition thing that that I have is the fact that she was tweeting uh, the location of of members of Congress, live tweeting. Yeah. I got to go with Boebert for giving tours and for live tweeting. That's definitely more seditions. Marjorie Taylor Greene is more QAnon crazy. Yeah. Boebert is more, I got guns, I'm going to take over. Uh, is she the one? Yeah, she's the one who refuses to be yes. Uh, disarmed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that she won't walk through the metal detector. Right. right. Mm. Mm. Which way are you leaning, Ian? I don't know. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I just, God. <laughs> I know. Because again, she is, she's so... She really, really seems to believe it. That, that, may, mm, yeah. Bobert endangered a lot of people intentionally. Yeah, Bobert. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Bobert. Okay, so that's three for Bobert. I was, I was thinking I was going to make an argument for Green, but I think your the one statement was correct. The Green stuff is not absolute sedition. She's a believer in the QAnon bullshit, but I think Bobert committed more acts of sedition. Yeah, I agree. All right, number she was, th- a- acti- she was actively working on the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, yeah, yeah. All right, number three, Josh Howley, senator, uh, versus Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate, I hate to give Hawley a pass all of a sudden, but <laughs> oh, he does not get a pass. But 
I'm just saying, like, yeah. he had the running. Like, he should have gone a little bit farther, but, yeah, I mean, when you're... He should have, but... Uh, I don't know. I watched him get put in his place by Merrick Garland today. Oh, I missed that. And, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be... Um, he was... Oh, he was part of the, the you know, uh, interview with Merrick Garland to see if they were gonna... Yeah, the, the committee to see if, if they were gonna let him be the attorney general, and he said, so, I just wanted to ask you about defunding the police, and Merrick Garland's like, let me help you right there. <laughs> Biden has been clear that he has no interest in defunding the police. I am absolutely on board with President Biden's sentiment. And he says, and as you may know, on January 6th, there was a riot at the Capitol and we can see how hard those guys work. And he was like, no further questions. (laughs) Wow. I I, I came up here to pretend like I support the police, but uh, I actually support them being beaten to death with fire extinguishers. I'm a piece of shit. I forgot. (laughs) Uh, That was actually Antifa, Mr. Garland. (laughs) (laughs) Actors. Paid actors. I thought Mary Garland was a good pick when Obama brought him forward, but man, every time he opens his mouth, he goes up in value in, in my estimation. See, I just fucking, like, I only caught the, uh, the Ted Cruz part of it, and I just hate how they angle these questions. Like, so Ted Cruz basically was like, the question was supposed to be, you're not going to abuse your power, you're not going to politicize your your role, right? Of course not. But in, but in saying that, he just kept using examples from Obama's Justice Department <laughs> and saying that they abused the power. Like, completely ignoring, ignoring William Barr. Right. And all the shit that went on. And just kept framing every question. Well, the Obama Justice Department did A, B, C, and D. You're not going to do that, are you? You know, and he was like, of course not. I'm not going to abuse my power. I'm not going to politicize it. I don't answer to anybody. Right? But, like, at just one point, I'm going to be like, by the way, everything you're saying is bullshit. But <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> all right. Number four, real Trump. quick, because I think yep. we can get through th- these these four. It might be a little bit more difficult, though. We have the Trump children versus Stephen's son. I don't think we need a reminder as to who the Trump children are. Uh, but Stephen's son, right. reminder, is the police officer who served as the chief of the United States Capitol Police during the uh, January 6th insurrection. I don't know. The, the, the evidence is still unavailable on Stephen's son is the problem. Exactly. I agree with that. 100%. Well, I don't know what little bit you said last week, because mm. I was off him, does make him seem worse than Don Jr. So if so I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. with Son. If worst case scenario, I think it's very clear that Stephen Son should should move forward. Uh, best case scenario for Son is he's just completely incompetent uh, as a police chief. And I, I just, I find it hard to believe, or, like, the, the evidence doesn't really support that. Or he was... um blocked in some way from doing the right thing and the evidence is yet to come out but i don't know i don't think that that's true but i don't know that it isn't i mean in comparison we're basically comparing to uh don jr giving a speech and and helping to incite people and doing so for like months on end if we could change it from trump children to don jr i'm a hundred percent don jr because he riled up that crowd purposefully right but if the other guy had done his job it wouldn't matter (laughs) yeah true it's a good point Hmm. Yeah, I'm going with Sond. Ian, where are you on this one? <sighs> Sorry, this one's even even tougher than those two ladies that are like clones of one another. <laughs> um, it's tough because, again, all the points that you brought, like, until this, until we have an attorney general, until this committee gets formed, until, you know, they, they really 
look at all the evidence and try to find out exactly what happened on that day and how things got to where they are. Mm. You know, it, it's hard for me to know, to feel firm that, that Sund was acting maliciously in an attempt to, you know, subvert the government in favor of Donald Trump. Because it, like you guys said, there is a chance that he is just awful <laughs> at what he does. Yeah. Innocent. That he is just an absolute waste. The, again, with specifically Don Jr. I mean, all the Trump kids, he's just the only one who is like, who seems to have the energy to, to keep going. Mm. Well, Coke, Coke will keep you going. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's, he's still I going. saw his, his rant <laughs> yeah. in front of a wall of guns yeah. And all his he he's always, I mean, he is Don Jr. So I got to feel a little special. I, I guess. would make the argument that given everything you said about Don Jr., even with all of that, I mean, worst case scenario, Stephen Sund had a responsibility to protect our Congress. Yeah, and he failed. Like even I don't Completely. even if it was purposeful and so, even if it wasn't purposeful in some way he failed in his job to protect our Congress against a rioting mob. I to me right. the sedition is compare that to being a doofus and wanting your father to to be president for you know the rest of his life or whatever they want. I to me Sand is but, still but you know what right I don't believe that he's that incompetent because we've seen them get their shit together. For Black Lives Matter and other protests in the Capitol, right? Mm. So he wasn't we threatened know by the white people. Yeah, we know it's possible. Yeah, when there were people of color lining up outside the Capitol, it was a freaking gun show. It was uh, tons of firearms and riot gear, and yeah, that's a good point. They definitely okay. were very Sunday days. <laughs> that was a lot of good points. <laughs> I mean, I would still like to see. I would still like to see. Um, I'd like to see more of the facts still. Yes. But um, it doesn't look good Absolutely. for Mr. Sund. Yeah. Officer Sund. All right. Anything else? Uh, si side note, yes. Don Jr. has gone crazy lately. The guy oh, yeah. just won't shut the fuck up. I think the tax thing really has him worried. Because <laughs> it impacts him, I also, too. I think my new favorite meme this week was the side-by-side -side photo of Bobert doing an interview and Osama bin Laden doing an interview right. with all the guns and yeah. the, the the books to gun ratio, <laughs> and they're like, even bin Laden had a better books to gun ratio than Bobert. Well, he had a hell of an education. Like, <laughs> dude read a lot. Like, he knew what he was doing. That's what made yeah. him so evil. <laughs> She's just a moron. She's like, no, put more guns behind me. More. Come on, we got to sell them new popcorn chicken wings. We're selling at shooters. <laughs> <laughs> Get more people with food poisoning. Um, <laughs> uh, so a couple things on the coronavirus. Nature did a uh, deep look as, onto how people are responding to the vaccines. Um, I found this article very interesting since I did receive my second dose of the vaccine. And uh, what they described is pretty much exactly what I experienced. Um, it, it, I, everything was pretty mild. Like I, ha I did have a fever. I had a fever for two nights, like not together, but like I had a fever the first night and then I felt better during the day. And then the second night I had another fever that was slightly worse. Uh, never got above. I think the highest I saw was 101.5 was, was what I had after the second shot. Um, that was really it. That was, I mean, my arm hurt. <laughs> 
So those are the side effects. Compared to the effects of the virus, yeah, I'll, I'll take that uh, 100 times out of 100. So, Yeesh. I mean, to me, the fever, I mean, I'm not doing anything except sitting on a couch anyway. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> What's that like? I can't even remember having the last time I had a fever. You just feel hot? Yeah, you feel hot. You try and like, I felt hot. I would take off my, my hoodie and I would immediately start getting chills. I'm like, ah, oh, put the hoodie back on. Ah, fuck, I'm hot again. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it really so wasn't. That's why I am normally. <laughs> it's not that bad. Like, it's just, yeah, it, it was fine. Com- com- like I said, compared to the uh, symptoms of the virus. Yeah, n- no problem. Um, and that does seem to be the very common side effects. But if you want to take a look at it, like I said, nature.com has an article all about it. Uh, the FDA has also come out and said, hey, you can feel good about uh, getting food to go. Uh, the risk of spreading the virus on plastic containers, they said that uh, they did a bit of a study on it. It's very low. It's it's really difficult to spread the virus that way. It's really person-to-person contact. The, the water vapor, the spread of the virus over water vapor via personal contact is where the problem is, especially if you get food to go and then, you know, you unpack it and wash your hands. You're you're pretty much eliminating all possibility of uh, the virus. So you know that's, that's how I live my whole quarantine. Right. <laughs> no wonder I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I th- well, I we definitely stopped eating out as much when you know the whole quarantine hit, but um, definitely safer. Everyone's still out still. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Still want to support local. You know, we don't want these businesses going. You know, when we are able to go out and have meals in public again, I'd like these businesses to still be there. <laughs> It's true. Uh, I just threw this on here mainly for Jeff. A little bit of information. Adam Nurgle Darsky uh, was fined by Polish court for offending religious feelings. He is the, (laughs) I think, lead singer. I'm not 100% sure about that. But he's a member of the metal band Behemoth. Uh, He was convicted of offending religious feelings in Poland. Poland is uh, definitely going the wrong way as far as blasphemy laws. Mm-hmm. The crime and how? Yeah, the crime is punishable by uh, fines and up to two years in prison. Apparently, he received a fine of uh, <coughs> roughly five thousand dollars or eighteen thousand five hundred zloty. Zloty. That's a I cool have no name. idea if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but yeah, just Poland of all places. Come on, I thought they were doing better. <laughs> um, did you guys happen to watch the video of the uh, Perseverance landing on Mars? Yes. Yes. Go science. Yes. <laughs> I found that video just so compelling. Like, I enjoyed every second of it. It's the, the it was I- so clear. Yeah, crystal clear video. Um, and the idea that how, how many miles away, it's like thousands <laughs> and thousands of miles away, uh, you know, going at 800, 800 miles an hour, this planet is, and to land to land this thing in like a football field size area from that distance, it's just... It's really amazing. They only missed their mark by 16 feet. It's 132 million miles away. There you yeah, go. that's it's that. I wasn't sure what if Ray was talking down to the surface. I'm like, wasn't it like in the millions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I said thousands. Yeah, uh, it's just fucking incredible. But so you can trust scientists to do that, but you don't trust scientists when they say put a fucking mask on your face. Yeah, clearly the idiots on YouTube know better. One other thing that uh, I found interesting, if you guys remember the video, All Your Base, All Your Base Are Belong to Us. The meme. I remember that the meme. video turns 20 years old this week. Nope. 
That is not something I'm familiar with. I apologize. Really? You don't know anything yeah. about that? No, I've never heard of that until just this second. <laughs> wow, where do you live? <laughs> like, I don't like the internet! <laughs> have I not been clear about that? But like, wh- I didn't I, have the internet until I met my wife, and I still hate it. Didn't you run a computer store? Like, own one? Yeah. Well, it was a gaming store. We had computers in it. We didn't have the internet. But, like, when you say the internet, like... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we had all six computers land together, so there was no internet required for multiplayer No, I'm talking now, dude. Like, when you say you don't like the internet, like, like, what what do you not like about the internet? Uh, I don't know. Nothing would compel me to... Look for a meme or a video okay. or anything that says all your base belongs okay, to okay, us. Okay, okay, okay. Anybody under the age of 15, probably not searching out memes, all right? Mm. Hopefully, right. right? They just sort of just kind of filter in through different sources and stuff like that. So don't think that I'm out there looking up memes. But right, I go – do you ever go on YouTube and like – I do not. <laughs> oh, man, you are I missing – I go on YouTube – to listen to music sometimes. Now, th- right. the funniest part about this is you're talking about this is actually from a game. It is a Japanese to U.S. import called Zero Wing oh. for the Sega Genesis. Oh. It came out in '92, according to the article, uh, and it has just really, really bad translations from Japanese. the The dialogue is horrendous, makes no sense whatsoever, and one of the lines is "All your base are belong to us." And this, I don't remember the name of the group. There was a, a, a group that took that and made a music video out of it. Um, oh. And it's just the phrase, all your bass are belong to us, put on street signs and blue screens of death and like everywhere. It's just, it became that's, this. That's fucking lame it, as far as I'm concerned. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I rewatched it and I'm like, wow, I, why did I think that was amusing at the time? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's because I just don't use the internet for entertainment. I don't know, dude. You're missing out on some good shit, I have to say. Like, hilarious videos. <laughs> and, shit. Like, and I'm not just talking like, you know, a monkey sticks his finger in his butt and falls over video. Like, just <laughs> some, 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 some truly great epic edits and shit like that. Like, there are just things on YouTube that... Grinch just brought up the, the, the TikTok and the sea shanty thing. I don't know what the hell is going on on TikTok, but it's all about sea shanties now and singing them. It's ridiculous. Uh, as far as Ass. I know, TikTok is only young girls with large breasts dancing around. That's all I know about it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> now that's what I know about the internet. <laughs> right. There's more, Ian. You're only scratching the surface. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm content at the surface. So, I don't you remember the family guy where when Quagmire finds out that there's pornography on the internet, and he's like, wait a minute, are you saying there's porn on the internet? And then they don't see him for days? It's it, This is like the opposite of that. Ian saying, wait, there's more than porn on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, some of the stuff I'm trying not to be opposed to anymore. I don't like slang. So that whatever that episode that we did a a week or or three ago for this show, and after the episode, I had to go find out what stonk meant because oh. I had to just kind of laugh along <laughs> and pretend like I knew what you guys were talking about. Well, um, that was just dumb. But yeah, God, man, if, if I could just get you for a week. 
just to watch every link I send to you from YouTube. <laughs> but I, I don't desire any of no, that. No, I'm saying, but it's, no, you do just, this is funny shit. It's not I don't want to go to the grocery store and be like, oh, look, it's a box of chicken stomp. <laughs> like, that's not funny. It's pointless. You're making fun of it. It's, it's funny. the same word. You're not saving any time. You're not making it any hipper. I don't know why All right, dude, we did why we replaced the word chunky with chonky. That's stupid. <laughs> That's just childish and nonsense. And not the good kind of childish and, nonsense. And you're focusing on the bad of the dumb things, not the good things. All right? I'll take you I'll take you to places that are great. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> they, they have nothing to do with stonks. These are the these are the flavor of the day type things things that you're hearing about for some reason you know they just I've, I've got jared singing a whole new world to ian in my head now it really is I'm, I'm telling you man just give me a week and i will send you links first of all i'm going straight to my 30 year old friends who find shit off of fucking 4chan that'll just make you fall out of your fucking seat laughing um they just pull random shit or people singing song man i'll take you to tng edits tng edits is the best thing ever <laughs> I'm not going to suggest that it's not funny or that it's meritless. Uh, again, as as we discussed not too long ago, to this day, that little Photoshop meme thing you did where they took uh, Trump's windblown, windblown face and superimposed it on some uh, little little short lady covered in mustard. Right. I love that. I, I open up that picture occasionally and I go, ha! and then I close it and I go on with my day. Yeah, I mean, listen, but that's me. Like memes is like <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> like memes, I don't like. Bro, like a friend of mine, friend, well, a mutual friend of ours, like can talk to his children in memes. Mm. Like they just send memes back and forth. I don't do that. That's I'm 45. That's beyond me. You know. But you show me a cool picture of. <laughs> Kylo Ren looking over at Baby Yoda being like, don't come to school tomorrow, you're cool. And then killing all the Jedi. <laughs> like, that type of shit. That's, a, that's funny for a brief second. But, like, I feel like, at least with YouTube, you're missing a good chunk. Especially a person who appreciates comedy. Hmm. Like, your only hmm. source of comedy is Saturday Night Live because, let me tell you, man, I feel bad for you now because this month has been <laughs> fucking awful on that show. It has been. It's been it's been sketchy, but no, I mean I I watch stand up comedy. Uh, you know, I watch any other source of. I guess I've never just gone to YouTube for like I'm bored. What can I do? I don't know. Maybe I'll stumble across something in YouTube. Like it's it's just not gonna. It's like it's not a happenstance kind of thing. I don't go there for entertainment. I won't recognize people on YouTube as celebrities. That's absolutely unacceptable to me. I don't have the, the only celebrities I know from YouTube are actually part of like progressive news channels. So. Like, I don't, you know, you could show me a picture of any, besides, like, Logan Paul, who I know because he was in the news, you know. Is that the kid that (laughs) takes pictures of corpses and breaks into places? Is that Logan? I know Logan Paul. I don't know. He's got a twin who does the same thing. They're both multimillionaires because they're retarded. (laughs) Right. Why does that, why is that, why is that, why do I want to get feed into that? That's not, but that's, but. You don't. Adults don't watch that. Kids watch that shit. Logging onto Again, YouTube, as far, just as be- far as I know, adults don't watch YouTube. They do. <laughs> they do not. They, Ian, <laughs> Pishpot. <laughs> they do. <laughs> also, if you log into YouTube, Logan Paul does not instantly get money. Just so you know, <laughs> you, you got to go right to his channel. <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to. Uh, I want to look at wrapping this up. The only thing that uh, I don't know who threw this on here. I guess Karen. Yes, it was me. So I don't. Uh, assuming you guys heard, uh, not this morning. Tiger Woods was in a horrendous car crash. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What did you have something? Yeah. About why it? is that on this show? I don't know. It's it's just it's it was on every news channel and as the biggest story. And I'm curious as to why it's the biggest story. I mean, it, it's a story. I get it. Oh, because he's the biggest. He's the biggest celebrity. He's the biggest celebrity. Tiger Woods is. <laughs> Tiger Woods is is I mean, he's big, enormously famous. Yeah. I mean, he's known, but what has he done lately? Oh, Had back surgery <laughs> today. Yeah. Apparently, he got hepped up on goofballs and. Rolled his car down a hill, broke both of his legs. Well, I, Sucks I, to be him. So they they said <laughs> yeah. that there was no sign of intoxication. There was no sign of breaking either. Mm-hmm. I don't know the story. To me, it sounds like distracted driving, and he hit the median and just went out of control. But I don't. It wouldn't surprise me if he was, like you said, hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> but it was seven o'clock in the morning, well, and he was on his way to an eight o'clock meeting. So it seems plausible, but unlikely. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know if he was. You know. I know that he has had. Uh, some past struggles with substance abuse. I know that he's recently undergone some surgeries and is probably on pain medication mm. because of those surgeries. Probably. I know it was a single vehicle crash, so he was he didn't. No one ran him off the road. No one hit him. He didn't hit someone. Uh, again, I'm not. I don't want to accuse him of anything. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just trying to to say that the reason it's on every channel is because he is a easily a household yeah. name. True. In pretty much every household in America, which makes it. Headline news. Okay, I, yeah, it, but it always surprises he didn't me when, die. when no, it no, no, not at all. It always just surprises me when sports figures become you know, the top story because he's a sports figure. I mean that, that that you know he seems like a, a competent sports figure, but it just always surprises me. So okay, that's fair, and it should like that's on the United States as a nation, not on you, not on you for not getting it. We should all be ashamed for idolizing a golfer. Mm. Well, so what I, is this we shit, Kimasabi? <laughs> I could give two shits about fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah, so right, I went, because you're busy watching YouTube. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I got way more people to care about than Tiger Woods. Yeah, so I went over to BBC America to watch that, and th- what were they talking about? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. <laughs> nice. Damn it! It's as though he's some sort of international celebrity. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm concerned about him, sure. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's okay, but sheesh. All right. That's all I got. Okay, no. Anything else? See, Ian, I put a funny meme up. <laughs> I saw it. I liked it. I like that Jeff instantly had your back. <laughs> all right, and I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our patrons for supporting the podcast, and for those of you who could join us tonight, we really do appreciate the feedback uh, as well as the support. If you enjoy the podcast, you uh, can support it by sharing the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you uh, if you can, you can support on our Patreon page and join us live as we record. Uh, if you would like to contact us otherwise, you can go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Profane Argument, or tweet to us at Profane Arg. I also want to mention our podcasting network. We're a member of a network of podcasts called the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find everything at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 